I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a comment or a rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorite because someone told us about them. I have a question for you, Jess. I'm so ready for your questions. Do you go to the gym? I used to. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've got, you've honestly got one up on me. I, um, yeah, I used to work out <laughs> diligently. Really? Yeah. Back in 2013. <laughs> just for one, just for the one year? For, okay. Like maybe a year and a half, but like okay, I was okay. also in school at the time. So I didn't, my nutrition kind of fell to the wayside and mm-hmm. honestly, who had time for the gym? I mean, yeah. Yeah. You've never been though. Oh, I've been to a gym (laughs) oh i've been oh i've been to a gym (laughs) like in in like fits of i need to get healthy and i'll go to the gym once (laughs) and then i'll be like the next day i'm like i should go to the gym you know what i'll go tomorrow and then tomorrow never comes or one time i got uh the place i work at had like a a gym membership and it was highly subsidized. In mm. fact, it was like, I only paid like $40 a year for it. Oh. And, so, and so I went to the gym to get my membership card mm-hmm. and I was at the gym and did a tour. <laughs> that was the last time I was at that gym. <laughs> was it just, did you have an extroverted tour guide there? I don't, th- I think, there's something about the people who, and I'm going to generalize here, but the people that I have encountered at gyms who work at gyms give off such an aggressively intro uh, extroverted uh, uh, vibe mm-hmm. that it makes me just want to run screaming. <laughs> they have so many awesome promotions for you and so much equipment to choose from. I know. And also just, they're so enthusiastic and it's like, just, can you take it down like 85% and I might be able to deal with you. I have a question for you. Okay. What does an introverted gym look like? Okay. Ideally, Mm -hmm. ideally the staff leaves you be. In fact, there's like, just no staff. <laughs> I mean, there has to be staff. There has to be somebody yeah. who's going to come over and like, if you're like, if you're, if you're like, I need help with this machine, but not somebody who's like going to stand over you and, and, or like, as soon as you walk in, they're like, welcome to the gym. And you're like, just, 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 
toned down. Also, if there was like, I don't know, partitions around the machines. Yeah, yeah. I think generally that's not a bad thing, partitions around the machines, but like, especially at an introvert friendly gym, Mm. just, yeah. Yeah, the lights are so bright too, honestly. (sighs) Just like turn it down. Yeah, just a bit, please. You suggested that in this instance, because we had a, a theme mm-hmm. um, going in, in many of our comments, that um, maybe we should break with our usual format and, and hit social first. Yeah, um, for a very important reason. Yes. Um, so the question that I asked on social media was, before you know it, there will be New Year's resolutions and a lot of those will revolve around the gym. Gyms can be terrible places full of lots of people and small talk. What are your gym survival tips? Pauline said, don't go there. (laughs) Steph said, don't go. What did the next comment say, Phil? Don't go. What did the next comment say, Phil? Just don't go. Exercise at home. Gyms are torture. (laughs) Any combo breakers, Phil? Yeah, actually, I got a couple of combo breakers. Uh, On Twitter, a well-drawn dog said, headphones. Uh, Lisa also said headphones. Okay. I'm going to break a couple of other combos here. Uh, there were some things that were not don't go. And I have honestly, I only took a selection of the don't goes. Yeah, there was there was a lot. There was a lot of don't goes. Uh, Victoria says, if your schedule allows it, go during off-peak hours and days. Uh, 9 to 11 a.m., 2 to 4 p.m., after 8 p.m. Avoid going Mondays or Saturday mornings. Hmm. Which is a great time to actually go work out, which is the rough part. Sure, but also it, it it assumes that you have a day job that allows you to do that. Very true. And many people who have quote-unquote day jobs are not available at those times, except maybe after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if, I was, if there was any hope that I was going to go to the gym, 8 p.m. is not it. I'm already winding down and getting ready for bed. I'm thinking bed is a nice place at about 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan says, theme songs. Work Bitch by Brittany carries me through, for example, in a day full of douchey gym rats. Gym rats. <laughs> yeah. And our friend, Lady uh, Milady Ranzetta says, my gym survival tips. She says, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Work out at home, especially with purple hair and big boobs. It's impossible to be left alone at the gym, even with headphones. Oh, my God. She has an angry emoji there. (laughs) If I need an extra boost from the home workout, I'd rather take a class of something, dance, yoga, martial arts, etc. At least people have to shut up and listen to the coach slash (laughs) teacher. It's so true. I hate the gym, but I also count it as a way of of self-care for myself. It's not even just so much like, you know, just having the anxiety and having a way to output that energy is great. But I mean, actually having a space to do anything, like just a great workout. I need that. Sure. Uh, Milady Ranzetta uh, brings up an important point where, and I've heard a number uh, of women that I know um, complain about the fact that when they go to the gym, it's hard for them to be left alone. Oh, yeah. And one of the suggestions that I saw in general was um, wear aggressively obvious headphones. 
Like, don't wear little earbuds and don't wear like your any of those like in ear like wireless things. Yeah. Aggressively obvious headphones so that there can be no question that you are doing something other than making yourself available for somebody to talk to you need to get the old 70s ones with the antenna coming out oh my god yes the, uh, yeah you need you need those you I need think. those like whole over the ear not like on the ear but over the ear yeah. headphones yeah yeah milady you, you you need that i mean that. the thing is that as she says even with headphones it's impossible to be left alone. Um, yeah. If you, if you, you know, she has purple hair, which of course gives people uh, something to comment on. And yeah. of course, as she mentions, boobs. Yeah, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> another, another friend of mine mentioned that um, they go to a gym, mm-hmm. and it is a requirement when you enter the gym that you high five the staff as you go in. Pardon yourself. Exactly. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not going. Uh, High five you? No. 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 But that's that kind of um, aggressive extroversion that I'm talking about that totally puts me off. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, like, it's it's... (laughs) In the most polite way I can say this, it's really none of your business how I want to amp myself up for this place I don't want to be at already. <laughs> exactly. Like you, exactly. You don't need to high five me. I high five myself already for getting out of the car. <laughs> I there's so many places, and you know I live around the corner from like a what is it F twenty four or whatever. Anyway, it sounds like an airplane, not a gym, but it's like <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's cross training or something like that. But it's all like groups doing like like circuit training or whatever. And there are these, there's again, aggressively enthusiastic, uh, uh, coaches. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like the last thing I want, if I get myself to the gym is somebody standing over me. <laughs> I don't want somebody yelling at me with their bro voice telling me about telling me how I have to push myself. And like, what's your bro voice, Phil? Come on, you could do it. You're not done yet. Just keep going. And it's just like, just, just again, tone it down. It's almost like there, there's a one size fits all, uh, uh, a coach. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel like if I am paying you to be my coach, which, you know, it's one of those add on services, mm-hmm. I should get to either select my coach or tell you at what level you're going to be. Yeah. And you know what's the worst part? They 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 don't include a do you are do you like to be pushed in a certain way? Yeah. That's no. not part of the matching. No. It's like you end up you have to work with the way that the coach works. And I don't react well to the kind of coaching that I see when I do go to gyms. Mhm. Yeah. No. I've never gotten a coach. I I never felt I was able to be held accountable to that sort of degree where there's someone physically waiting for me, knowing that they're going to be talking to me the entire time. I mean, mm. I already get really nervous when people ask me if I want to go work out with them. I fly, I think if there's ever a time I lay a boundary, it is definitely when it comes to the gym. 
I don't want to sweat around you. I don't want to talk about form with you. I don't want to talk about where you got your workout attire. I don't want to do it. I want to be left alone. Like, I just, I'm not enthusiastic for it. No. And I think, I think that's the thing is like, for me, if I, listen, like I said, I am not a regular gym goer. If you saw me, that would not be surprising. (laughs) But I, like, when I have managed to get myself there, like, I'm there. That's the triumph. Yeah. Do not, I don't, and you know what? I again, like you, I'm going to be unattractively sweating. I'm already self-conscious about, I don't know, uh, whatever face I'm making as I'm doing whatever I'm doing, whether I'm lifting a uh, weight or running or or on the treadmill or on the stationary bike, whatever it is. I don't want to think about the face I'm making or what I'm wearing, and I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I just want some privacy while I make a really gross O face while I sweat through it. Like. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's why definitely uh, the uh, the perfect introvert d- gym would have partitions. Oh, yes. Private rooms. Partitions, soundproofed. Also, a, a gym might have a some kind of like uh, either signaling system where mm-hmm. you indicate whether or not it is okay to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I find that maybe at an introvert gym, those lights will always be on. So maybe it's the option to turn it off yes. if you want. But also there, there's like two things. Like, are you okay like coming in? Like, do you mm-hmm. want encouragement when you come in or do you want to be left alone? Like, do you <laughs> – I think, I think most of us – like when I go in, like I don't need you calling attention to the fact that I'm there. Yeah, I don't I don't need you shaking my hand. <laughs> no, and to me when I get there, if you call attention to it, it's like it's almost as bad as when like you finally come down from your room and your family's like, "Well, look who decided to show up." <laughs> it's like I show up at the gym and they're like, "Well, look who decided to show up." But I'm like, "I'm going home." I know, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> And you can't cancel your membership. No, you can't. They make it difficult for you. to You cancel are locked a in for the year. You're, You're done. Yeah, and they will talk you out of it. They're going to ask you why and grill you about it because they're paid to make sure you don't cancel. Of course, and also sometimes you can't. Like honestly, like why? I don't like you. <laughs> 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 can i cancel now i don't like your aggressive enthusiasm when i come in now you were a regular gym goer for about a year and a half yeah did you join the gym voluntarily or did somebody uh, trick you into it did they push <laughs> did you to do it kidnap me did, did you then? lose a bat like how did you what <laughs> took you to the gym in the first place I got casted in the Rocky Horror Show. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Because at that point, you're like, I got to show a little bit of skin here. I do. I was thinking, I better, oh, man. I got to look good. I do. If I, if I got cast in the Rocky Horror Show, there is like, it's got to be like two years in advance. Yeah. I need like a whole new plan coming into this. I need a new macro like workout here. So many things. If I'm going to be doing that show. Oh yeah. What what character were you by any, by, by, by chance? I was an usherette slash Janet's understudy. Okay. Well, if you're going to do a Janet, you got to be ready for that. Yeah. And there is, and if you all search carefully, there is a picture of me floating around as Janet 
And yours truly had some pretty darn good looking abs at the time. I mean. So there, it, it's out there. And I'm very proud. Not so much now, but I'm proud. And I just remember getting casted. And I remember thinking to myself, I, I already was super self-conscious. I, I've got, I, I do have BDD. So the thought of getting up in front of people and being scantily clad and, and mm-hmm. being, you know, more confident about myself. I knew I had to have some confidence and it wasn't so much about like, I need to lose weight now. It was, I need to feel in in some shape or form confidence. And if that is leg pressing uh, 110 pounds, which I did get up to, and I'm very proud of that, then that's, then so be it. So I started jogging. I, I was, I was doing a lot of weights at the time. I was eating really well. I was dancing. I was going out more with friends. And I remember feeling so much better about myself. But if I could have all of that without the damn gym, I would have loved it. Um, I wasn't as, I wasn't as knowledgeable as I am now about what I want out of a workout. Um, but now that I'm a little, now that I'm a little bit more confident, I don't actually need a gym anymore. Now, before we go in, I have a quite a couple of questions before we go into not needing a gym. Mm-hmm. When you say that you know more about what you want out of the workout, like, tell me a little bit about that. Um. Yeah, I, I had to stop. I mean, the first thing to figure out what I wanted out of it, I had to get rid of the shallow, I want to look good naked. First of all, everyone looks good naked. All bodies are good bodies. So I had to start being a little bit more body positive. And when I figured, you know, I think I just, or no, let me rephrase that. Whenever I started asking the honest questions about what I want, it came down to, I want to be able to run five kilometers in a half hour at a, at a steady pace. I want to be able to be strong. I want to have a better understanding of nutrition and um, balancing my my physical lifestyle with you know days where I'm okay to be sedentary, whereas now I have too many sedentary days. Mm. Um, so that's where I got a little bit more use out of a gym is understanding what it was there for. Not you're going to be up in front of people. You better look good. Because that was a very poor reason to start going to a gym for me. It, it really caused a lot of anxiety uh, to a point where I wasn't even working out properly anymore. I was overworking myself. I was mm-hmm. exhausting my body. And I was putting myself in a social situation that I didn't even want to be in in the first place. Mm. I, I did have a lot of people disturbing me. Or I did have lots of people offer to come to the gym with me. And it put me in a place I didn't even want to be in. Yeah. I guess, you know, you were talking about like the wrong reason for going to the gym and the reasons that you were going, which were all about an insecurity about how you looked is not a great way to increase self-confidence. Absolutely. When you start at the, um, I don't look good enough stage. Yeah, absolutely. Although I think that is a lot, that is something that takes a lot of people to the gym. It is. And, but that's the problem is, is that you're not going to stick to it though. You, you will fall off of it because now you've, you've lost sight of it. It's not holding true to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just wanted to be confident in myself, but there's other ways of getting confident than going, wow, I've dropped down like three dress sizes and that the confidence doesn't come from there for me. Hmm. That's a great reward. That's great. But at the same time though, I should be okay in my own skin. So why do I feel I need to lose weight? 
I think that was always one of the, I mean, first off, when I was, when I was a lot younger, um, before I hit my thirties and my metabolism changed, mm-hmm. Finn was not a problem. Mm-hmm. In fact, I look back at pictures of me in my twenties and I look ill, Oh, but that was not because I wasn't eating. I was eating. That was just, my metabolism was very high. Mm-hmm. And then in about, you know, 34 years old, that just sort of suddenly ramped down and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, developed a little bit of a gut and that's, but like, so I never early on developed any kind of real desire to go to the gym because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could wear anything. Mm-hmm. I was thin enough that I could wear anything and, and I could pull that off. Um, so when I got older and that changed, I never had a foundation of going to the gym. And it's hard to, again, if your if your purpose is, I don't like how I look, that is not a great way to go. And I think that's one of the reasons why I never stuck with it. Yeah, exactly. Because you know that's not where the answer is. Right. The answer is it's you. You don't like yourself for whatever reason it is. And I don't mean you, Phil, but I mean in general, like just, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of self-analysis that goes into it. But coming back to being an introvert, it's, you know, it does take us a lot of energy to put ourselves into high social situations. The gym is one where we we assume that everyone is going there for their own reason, but it's the same reason, which is to get healthy. But we don't remember, we, we sometimes forget that it is a social area. There's yeah. classes, there, there's there's trainers there. There's people that will are trying to be super helpful whenever they see you on a machine. They're like, hey, your form's a little off. Can I just spot you here? Which is great. But as an introvert, how do we get around this? I don't, Especially if we want to make the gym a part of your routine. Well, that's the thing is that um, I think most gyms seem to have a one-size-fits-all. I mean, the gyms that I've gone to, mm-hmm. nobody ever says – how is there a way? Is there a way that I can approach you that makes you comfortable? Like nobody, mm-hmm. it's always like they approach you in their way. It's very it is, super invasive. Yes, and yeah. it's often you know, like I said, aggressively enthusiastic or extroverted. And okay. so, um, as you are trying to do your thing and already feeling self conscious, to have somebody invade your space and mm-hmm. offer suggestions that, in a way, sometimes quite loudly. Mm-hmm. Which again will already make you feel you're already feeling self conscious about the fact that you're there. Yeah, you probably try to talk because it's a social. You know, it is a social setting, even if you don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. You've already probably talked yourself out, like almost talked yourself out of going three times on the way there. Oh yeah, absolutely. The amount of times I've gotten into the parking lot, mm-hmm. gone in, saw how busy it was, knowing I'd have to wait on machines like that yeah. alone was frustrating. Absolutely. It was seeing how busy it was. And, you know, for me as a woman, yeah, seeing how many males there were, that is very, it, it can, it, you can feel a little small in a place like that. And it's intimidating for sure. Like there, there's so many dude bras walking around that know what they're doing. They're in like their little gaggle group and they just, and you feel a little eyed up because of it. Not in like they're checking you out. It's they're wondering what you're doing. Well, even, even, even with those, like the, the whole, the male gym culture Mm -hmm. for the most part seems like when I've got, like I went to that gym tour 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, they, they, you know, they show the the weights and I'm like, all right, I know I'm not going near there because <laughs> I'm watching all these guys and they're all like, I don't know. There's something about like how violently they're working out. Yeah. They you know? take up a lot of space, a lot of space. And they're all like being very there and taking like taking up physical space as well as emotional space and like making lots of noise. And so I'm thinking, all oh, right, so I just want to go on the, on these treadmills, but also there's a lot of people on those as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like there's like almost no place that I feel like I'm comfortable. Yeah. I remember going to the, when I was working, I remember going on the, tr- about to go on a treadmill and something that I noticed, it was so small and it just stuck with me. I was walking up and it was really packed and I saw everyone on treadmills. They kind of turned their heads a little bit to the left and to the right. You could see that they were looking at other people's dashboards just to see what their, their speeds at, what their calorie counts at heart Hmm. rate. And I remember that bothered me a bit. I, I didn't like how everyone was looking at each other, like peeking around and like not focusing on what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And I just I just didn't want to go on the treadmill knowing that I'm being inspected at this point. And to me, that alone actually felt a little invasive. Well, yeah. I mean, here you are. You want to do your thing and not worry about what the Joneses think about what, how you're doing. Right. Yeah. My heart like, rate's a little bit over. I'll moderate it. Thank you. Everybody is there at a different speed. But I think that um, there are people who are like – when you go there and you see all these fit people and I know, you know, if, if the gym is not a place where you have gone frequently and you go there and you see all these fit people, it is a very frightening thing. Oh, for sure. To be there. Yeah. If you are not also fit, mm-hmm. you know, you can work out at home, but you know, I know for me, home is home is not where I work out, you know? So yeah. it's like um, the workout that I get every day, if you can call it that is I walk to work for about an hour every day. And so my morning starts with getting my heart rate up through the walk. And, you know, I usually, it's an hour's walk, steady walk will, will break a bit of a sweat. And so that's my workout. But like if I at home, I am not going to do crunches and things. Mm-hmm. And see, I actually found a workout for me. That's at home. I found, tell, tell it- me, tell, tell me about the workout that you found at home. I actually have this um, this trainer that I follow, and she's cultivated this amazing program. Um, she, first of all, calculated all my macros for me, my workout for me. Nutrition plan is all done. I have a whole bunch of resources, and everything can be done at home, and it is so realistic, and it was just it, – it's – you don't need to go to the gym. You don't need it. Here's what you can do. And it's like these workouts are like 20 to 30 minutes. Hmm. And, I, and I, I'm not, we're not even selling a product right now. We're not yeah. selling anything. But, <laughs> but it just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't have to spend my money anymore. I did a one-time payment. It, it was actually, I got it on sale, which is great. Hmm. And I'm looking forward to the fact that I can actually take back my fitness and and my my as my self care now, and do it at home and make my space. There's I just have a little space that's not a part of where I relax. So my bedroom is where I like to relax. I've got my sheets are comfortable. 
I've got my diffuser and oils, which if you know me, I love my oils. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got my PlayStation. I'm good. But yeah, I'm the same. I don't like to work out where I relax. But I found a little space to do that. That's good because, you know, just like uh, if you work at home, it's hard to you, it's hard to work in the same place where you relax. Exactly. It's hard to work out in the same place where you relax because psychologically – if you tend to relax in that space, that is far more attractive than the workout that you want to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, my beautiful duvet cover. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so soft. <laughs> How long ago did you find this at-home workout that started working for you? A couple months ago. So this is relatively new for me. And before that, do you mind if I ask before that, were you working out or were you just like... Oh, not at all. No. No? No, I totally lost it. and I'm. I actually took a lot of pride in the journey that I was on. And it was, yeah, for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. But there was always that part of me that really missed it. And I got a gym membership last year. And I was going and I was super happy. But I had no idea what I was doing. Absolutely none. And I think I was just doing it for the sake of doing it. Because I wanted to be back at the place where I was in 2013 but mentally and emotionally, I'm not there anymore. Mm. So I've moved on. I think my methods of taking care of myself, therefore, have to move on. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same person who I was. So did I need a gym membership? Uh, yes and no. But now that it's, a, you know, a lot has changed even in a year. I'm not the same person I was a year ago. Yeah. So therefore, my needs have changed. Um, and I like the answer of don't go to the gym. <laughs> as funny as it, as it was, and we were trying to get some actual tips. I think part of it is, you know, I think you do have to find something that works for you. And I think as an introvert, if you're going to be taking care of yourself physically, that's going to include taking care of yourself emotionally mm -hmm. and mentally and going to the gym can be strenuous, very straining. So finding that program, if it's at home or if it's maybe a more private gym, embrace it for sure. Embrace it. I think that is the, like you're saying, that is the difficulty because a lot of times when we talk about, 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 uh, um, fitness and, and, you know, getting into shape, mm -hmm. the gym is where we automate, where, um, the gyms have been very successful in cultivating the idea that they are necessary in order for your health. Right. And so that, that propaganda has really infected everything. So that when you think about, Oh, I'm going to get it. I need to get in shape. You automatically think, well, I guess I joined the gym. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's part of what we call diet culture. Mm. It just, mm -hmm. it thrives off of making you feel like you need this product. If, if you're going to serve, if you want to lose all that weight, you absolutely need this gym. And it's, it's so not true. And I also think that there's like this idea, like, Almost this idea that if you don't like the gym, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like, you know, if you can't do the gym, then how do you expect to get into shape? Yeah. Very but easily. <laughs> I have, I have encountered like, you know, um, on, on looking at, at, at dating apps and things for the last while, like the number of people where they say in their profile, I love going to the gym. And I'm like, well, you're not the person for me because that, you know, like, it it infects so much this whole idea of like I like going to the gym. Yeah. And what if you don't? Like then you've got to find some other way to to do it. 
Shall we take a look at the internet? How was the internet? Couple of things. Oh. So first off, Good Life Fitness had an article mm -hmm. that was called Survival Tips for Introverts at the Gym. <sighs> and the first thing that they put was like, it made me think you don't know what you're talking about. And it was join a group fitness class or team training camp. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that's terrible. The whole, the whole point of this as an introvert is how can I avoid people? They might have, but they might as well have had like a find a class near you now. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, God, just such a, such a, such a like, you didn't you, you didn't talk to any introverts at all. Um because I am not it's hard enough for me to get there. I want to be left alone, not like join a class where an aggressive teacher is going to be shouting and all these people are cheering or whatever. It's just like no. 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 Um, on medium.com, I found uh, an article called The Introvert's Guide to Going to the Gym. Mm -hmm. First suggestion was scope out the gym for times at which there are less people. Okay. Um, sometimes um, if you look at Google Maps and you click on a location, you can see when it's less busy. Oh, so handy. And so you can decide if, if your gym has that, you can use that to determine when maybe the best time for you is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And here's one. Use headphones. The more obnoxious, the better. Obnoxious large headphones are for introverts who want to block out any ruckus or potential conversation made by our fellow species. Species. Now, it's that true. said, we know that sometimes at the gym and sometimes in other places that, that no matter the, the size of the obnoxious or aggressive earphones, there will be people who will attempt to talk to you anyway. Mm -hmm. But at least with the obnoxiously large headphones, you at least give off as many signals as you can that you want to be left alone. Yeah. Hopefully. Cross your hopefully. fingers. Hopefully. The third one in this article was locate machines that you can use in solitude. That's got to go hand in hand, though, with figuring out if it's busy or not. Yes, I indeed. Find, yeah. It's very hard to find a machine that's in solitude. Well, especially because most of them are like in rows. So yeah. you've got like all of your rows of ellipticals and your rows of treadmills and things like that. And so how do you use that in solitude? Because, you know, and those they often put near the windows, for God's sake. <laughs> give, me, give me some sense of freedom. <laughs> yeah. Just like pretend that you're running down the street away from the gym while not actually moving. Um, Introvertdeer.com. Uh, I had another article, which was uh, familiarize yourself with the facilities before your first workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they um, give the tours though, right? Yeah, always take the tour and ask questions. And you know what? When I took the tour of, of, of my gym that one time, mm -hmm. that's that one time, um, <laughs> the person giving the tour was in a rush to be done with me. Oh. And of course, like, and it's because it was a corporate thing. They were like, I'm not getting a commission off this or whatever it is. So they were not that interested in giving me an, a decent tour or mm -hmm. answering my questions. But 
it's sort of like you have to ask the questions that you need in order to be comfortable there. For sure. Yeah. They're pretty like it's honestly that tour can be a make or break, right? If you don't like the energy of a place, then don't go. Well, that's the thing is that is that because because of the one size fits all gym culture, mm-hmm. like there is not really an introvert friendly gym. Mm-hmm. Where you can go and, you know, find out, like, have people ask, like, how do you want to be approached at the gym by mm-hmm. a member of our staff? What the, can we keep the lights low? Can we like, what is like, is there like, are there partitions or there whatever? Like, there's no introvert friendly gym because it's all an extrovert culture. Everything is out in the open and it's bright and it's loud and it's, it's, it's got you know, it's like designed so that everybody is there sweating in the mm-hmm. same space. Loud music sometimes. Loud, yeah. So I want somebody to come out with like the introvert friendly gym, which has small space and like maybe, maybe even like we, you, when you join, you fill out a questionnaire. When you swipe your card to go in, it tells the staff that you're there and how you want to be treated. <laughs> That's genius. Right? Yeah. That's, oh man, patent that, Phil. Why is nobody doing this? It's groundbreaking. It should be. One other suggestion was arrive ready for your workout, then shower at home. Gym changing rooms are often full of people passing the time by idly chatting about nothing very important. This mindless chatter is part and parcel of most group environments, but can make us introverts feel very self-conscious and uncomfortable. I always showered at home. I didn't even care. I just kept my sweaty clothes on, got home and showered. I mean, honestly, it's like a group shower situation. That's a vulnerable a vulnerable spot for me for anybody but also like here you are you're in a space and you're naked or in the mm-hmm. midst of changing and there are people socializing around you and talking about whatever how many reps they did or whatever people talk about at the gym and you're sort of stuck there cuz you're naked or in the <laughs> shower or in, in and naked or whatever it is like you're not going anywhere fast yeah <laughs> At least not naked. <laughs> not naked. Nope. No. Because you're naked. Because <laughs> you're naked. Um, but like, yeah, it's 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 a tough one. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, of course, it's handy when you're getting going somewhere right after the gym, so you might as well shower. But I mean, definitely take advantage of feeling very good about yourself and going home in the comfort of your own home. I'd say that's, that's a reward for you is knowing that a hot shower in your own shower is happening instead of having to wear sandals. You know, another thing is I think like it's important if you're going to find a gym to find one that is, that has close proximity to your home. Yes. Oh, that's a huge thing. You're going to be so discouraged if you get something that's far away from you. You're not going to yeah. want to go in the first place. If if you have to, if it takes you 15, 20, 30 minutes to get there, you're not going. No. You're not no. going to wake up in the morning and think, no, I'm going to the gym. No, you're going to be like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Especially if it's snowing or raining. Yeah. No. It's got to be like around the corner or something. Yeah. Or at least I'm like very close walking. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the last one is similar to uh, Victoria's advice earlier, be an off-peaker if you can. Which is, yeah, it's very helpful. Google, what a time to be alive. Yeah. To be able to look and say, oh, the gym is is very quiet at this time. Now, again, those those that F24 place or whatever it is around the corner for me where it's always like the circuit training thing, there mm-hmm. is no quiet time there. Right. Because it's all classes. You show up and everybody else shows up and they run you through the circuit with a trainer. So it's not like that's not the gym for – that is certainly not a gym for an extrovert. Because they're gonna, they're they're like training and they're gonna do this thing, and they, but they are running you through, and there is no quiet time because when it's quiet, they're closed. Right, exactly. So you need to find like a gym jam, not one of those cross training CrossFit places or whatever. Like you are, you've got to like standard gym that has that's open twenty four hours or whatever that you can go when it mm-hmm. works best for you. Exactly. Yeah, twenty four hours can be a lifesaver, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Phil. Yes. Are you going to ever go to a gym? Not likely. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, unless somebody actually comes out with an introvert-friendly gym and asks and does ask, like, how do you want to be approached? Do you want? How do you want to be encouraged? How do you want our trainers to approach you? Unless we include that and we follow that, mm-hmm. I'm never going to go. <laughs> I think whenever you say if someone doesn't do it, I honestly think it should be you now. I will be your business partner. Let's No, do but the problem is that like then I have to like I am not the person who's going to train somebody. Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, listen, here's what you do. You reach into the cookie jar. You pull out the cookie and you flex as you take that cookie to your mouth. Cause that is, that is cause I'm not like, I'm not going to open a gym unless I hire a bunch of people to, to, to do the training. And then it's going to be like a whole, like a whole, a big training process to find people. Because I, I do think that the gym industrial complex does churn out a certain, type of 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 instructor of coach oh yeah does it ever oh does it ever but i'll let you be my coach i don't think i'd be good as your coach oh come on i'm just i'm not i'm never gonna be able to i'm never gonna ride you and be like yeah do it i'm gonna be like if you if you wanna and if you just so feel like it you feel like it do it so you know but anyway like Somebody who is interested in a gym has got to come up with the introvert friendly gym. Yeah. And we need yeah. to get some rights on this as well. We call- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember you heard the idea here. Yeah. You heard it here first folks. So did we, did we learn anything aside from the fact that I'm not going to the gym? <laughs> I I feel affirmed in my decisions to not go to a gym. I mean, obviously, many of our 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 listeners and, and uh, feel the same way about the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but others do have suggestions, like the headphone suggestions, the 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 good playlist, the uh, the the, the off peak hours. These are all excellent suggestions. If you find that you do. That the only way that you're going to be motivated to work out, if that's important to you, is to go to the gym. 
Because if you live as I do in a small apartment, you doubt you may not have the space for the workout you want. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a privileged person that has that space, but not everybody does. And that is something that, you know, they have to combat. Yeah. And so if, if the gym is the only thing you've got, then, then you do that Mm -hmm. and, you know, get your obnoxious headphones and take some time to create your workout playlist. Like what is going to get you moving? And I feel like uh, just as a favor to our listeners, if you find hugely obnoxious headphones, please tag us. I think I really want to see these. Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I want to know. I want to know what the most obnoxiously huge headphones are. So so help me find those. Yeah, I think that's a challenge. It's a challenge now to you. Absolutely.